0: Hi and welcome to Anachronismo. Anachronismo. I'm Max.
1: I'm Jackie.
0: I'm Noel, and joining us this week is our special guest, Garth. Uh, Hey, Garth, welcome aboard. Thanks. We're really happy to have you. Uh, Garth is a childhood friend of mine. That's right. Like elementary school. (laughs) Very late to the podcast.
2: Yeah. 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 Unshowered. Unshowered. The greasiest, the tardiest
0: (laughs) childhood friend. Yeah. That's his story, he's sticking to it. That's all I got to offer today. (laughs) For whatever reason, I was like, you know what I really want to, the way I want to reconnect with Garth first and foremost is have him on a podcast.
2: (laughs) I love it. I'm learning all kinds of things about microphones and my sexuality related to microphones as they just hang out real close to my body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like an alien presence in a really good X-Files episode. Lightly threatening,
0: a little seductive. Yeah, Sure. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said. We'll find out by the end of the episode. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Man, yeah, we could just, we could, honestly, that sentence we could get into for a couple hours, but we're a history podcast. Uh, Speaking of which, hi, welcome. We're the history podcast that talks about weird stories and then makes stupid, stupid jokes about them.
2: Garth, you have our first
0: story of the week. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
2: All I'm going to say, there are three facts. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's about a man whose name was Charles Chess McCartney. Mm Mm-hmm. Number two, his other name was The Goat Man. Okay. Number three, he has the single best Wikipedia article out of any person living or dead. It's not long. It's pretty short. There are a lot. I hope so. I hope so. I hope this light has come into your life before. (laughs) Um, Found out about him in college. Since then, a lot more information has surfaced on him. I think he wrote an autobiography, which I desperately would like to own. I think it was uh, last published in...
0: probably 1960 or something like that. You should check out thrift books. Mm-hmm. They, they've surprised me with the shit that turns up on there. Uh, absolutely. God, the goat man. There's so many ways, directions that this could go. Is he the greatest of all time man? Uh, <laughs> the, absolutely. Uh,
3: you know, kind of like a foal, like Mr. Tumnus from Narnia. <laughs> in many
2: ways. Uh, oh. So I was
1: mixing him up with this other goat man that surfaced on the internet a few years ago of this guy who tried to live like goats and he wore like, extensions for his arms so he could walk around on all fours and stuff.
4: Metal but it's can. not the same guy
1: because 1960s oh. too early. For Way his... too early.
3: The, the on- <laughs> we didn't have the goat technology. The only one I could think of is that guy who um, supposedly put the curse on the Chicago Cubs in their World Series
2: for mm-hmm. a- Would not surprise me if it were the same man, but I don't think it is.
0: Oh, yeah, as you have to keep this goat here, otherwise, you'll never win the world series. No, he was pissed off that in
4: the stadium
3: in like the 40s and stuff was still letting like farmers like bring their livestock (laughs) to the stadium, and so he was like, Ah, you're cursed, and then they didn't win for a long time.
0: Yeah, well, that sounds real, it's over though. I can't wait to hear, because we took a couple of big swings at that, and none of them were right. So it must be crazier than those things, <laughs> and it's already... Uh, what's his name again?
2: Uh, Charles Chess McCartney. That's a good
0: Charles name. Charles Chess, chess, chess McCartney. McCartney.
2: Is the Chess McCartney hyphenated? Uh, no, Chess Chess is his nickname. Okay. Oh. So oh, he, oh, went, okay. he went by Chess. It was probably pronounced more like, Chess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would be my assumption. Because he was infinitely old? <laughs> it no, seems it it uh, like... I thought it was a ghost like an old goat ghost for the entirety of his 97 year long life my estimated. god oh,
0: wow so that's painting a vivid picture i'm very excited i am going to be doing a story which i have done before but we lost the audio for which is about athenian drinking culture uh specifically uh, athenian symposiums in ancient greece i remember now oh yeah noel you gave <laughs> me the blankest look when i told you about now, this story yes
3: What was the symposium that, like, immediately clicked on on that story?
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, we all know what a symposium is, right? You know, nowadays. Yeah,
4: Mm -hmm. it's
3: where
2: I seduce Alcibiades. (laughs) Yes. And then just lie nude in bed with him and refuse to sleep with him. Garth, you're absolutely
0: correct. And you've won the Anachronismo Prize. (laughs)
2: It's how I make men fall in love with him. Yeah.
0: Look, you gotta have that watered wine, but not too watered, uh, just to get them to leave their wits behind. You know?
2: I wish I had a more extensive hip-hop lyric kind of dictionary in my brain, because I'm mm. sure that there's like an appropriate one. A hip-hop dictionary yeah. About leaving your wits behind, and then something about like a nice, juicy behind, just a real rump roast.
0: That's all I got. I don't know. Lin Manuel
2: Miranda ability to just use the same word and have it be the rhyme word, but it doesn't feel like that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because like they have two meanings, or just because he's counting on like the vast majority of his audience being like DC white people. Finally, a rap that's about something I can relate to. (laughs) Anything other than poverty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brutal. So tell us about this goat man. (laughs) Okay, so I'm I'm going to build a little suspense here. Okay, we're going to start with the Wikipedia page. Then I'm going to reference some of the longer accounts, including some people who met him.
3: We'll start mysteriously with the goat hooves found in the maternity
2: ward. (laughs) Just the hooves. So uh, yeah, a baby grew into them. (laughs) I'm just going to start start with early years, which like. (laughs) Oh no. Uh,
1: Could you imagine? Then yeah. you keep them really far apart yeah. and then the goat has really long legs when it finally <laughs> forms. <laughs> it's
0: like growing crystals, yeah. <laughs> you have to keep it in a nutrient-rich goat bath. <laughs> this
1: disgusting. in like
2: mud and poison ivy yeah. <laughs> as the substrate. All the things goat-like. Some of my content is just going to be me hopefully slowly reading the Wikipedia word for word because I don't know how this has been up since at least 2010 when I first found out about it because... This is the most citations needed page I've ever seen in my life. I've done some research as far as we can tell. He was a real person. Yes, he really did all these things. He definitely did live this lifestyle. Specifics of it are hard to verify. The goat lifestyle. You'll see. (laughs) So he was born around the turn of the 20th century, exact year unknown. He ran away from his family's Iowa farm at 14. To New York, he meets and marries a 24-year-old Spanish knife thrower at 14. What? They decide to travel the country with their their baby, which they've now had because they got married, and yeah. he's presumably about fifteen now. And he is the guy on the wheel who gets the knives thrown at him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoa! My um, God. What? Well, I mean, somebody's got to have that. At yeah, the top. I mean that.
3: Yeah, that is a career that involves you know working in a in a partnership very closely, a lot of trust. Uh, yeah. a lot of having to be
0: available for the same performance. Mm-hmm, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, a,
0: a real disregard for your various extremities. Yeah. So Willingness to wear wooden fingers. Absolutely. Being 15 probably helps with all of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking, just, just a want at looking for someone with the following skills 15. <laughs> Low. Emotional regulation
3: <laughs> limbs that allow him to be tied
2: to a circle that we can spin around mm-hmm. uh, poor uh, understanding of risk mm-hmm.
0: not prone to motion sickness <laughs>
1: <laughs> would do anything for a woman
0: <laughs> and uh, anything is underlined three times <laughs> especially a woman with knives <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and, and then also, please no knife eroticism. <laughs> This keep, is a family Keep working pleasure, Sebra. Yeah. <laughs> so keep in
2: mind this is ten percent of
0: like Chess McCartney. Uh, absolutely. Look, Garth, let me just tell you <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. okay. You're gonna get this is gonna take a long time for you.
2: <laughs> so they tried to make a living as farmers when she became pregnant. Yeah. Great depression wipes them out. This is a direct quote from the Wikipedia article. She left one day before dawn. Period. That's all the information that we have. Very specific for how vague it is. Under the cover of night. He's married at least two more times. That's the claim, is that he's had three wives. No one can really verify that.
0: Yeah, He'll marry any woman who can pin him down with a knife.
2: (gasps) Um, (laughs) There's also this claim that at least one of these wives, unclear if it was the same as the Spanish knife thrower, comes into the story later. Actually, we'll we'll just skip ahead to that part. So, supposedly, since his days on the family farm, he was just very fond of goats. He was also obsessed with two books, The Bible and Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe inspired him to begin dressing in goatskins. At this point, he yeah. came up with the idea. I get it. That Crusoe, he, he rocks the goatskin. Yeah. All about goatskins, goatskins, the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> Goatskinning uh, up, yeah. You know, you can lay them yeah. on top of each other, use it like a magic I don't eye. Think I, Red Robinson Crusoe
3: is there a lot
0: of goats. Yeah, he kills on? and eats a lot of goats and okay. then dresses himself in goat skins. Oh, that's yeah. pretty much the whole plot of the book. It's pretty much. Like there is okay, some there's so he's some... a contemporary Robinson Crusoe. Mm-hmm. He's right. exactly the same life uh, okay. So if you look at the Tied down by little men on a beach. That's... Does that happen? Gulliver's you know? Travels. Gulliver's
2: Travels. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I... Robin All right. Robinson Crusoe is the one who marries an axe thrower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh skins her. hmm then skins some goats, decides the goat skins make better clothing, yeah, and then moves on with his life and has a great time. So Chess McCartney reads this. What? Wait. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. There was an axe thrower? <laughs> no, I'm
0: completely joking. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, okay. hold on. I think I remember this. It's been a while. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it's different enough. Axe yeah. thrower, yeah. knife
0: thrower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> weird
2: would it be if you had married a Spanish knife thrower in, like, 1916, and then you pick up a book, and it's a book about somebody who's also married a Spanish axe thrower. That would creep me out yeah. if I were 15 or 16 in yeah. 16.
0: I mean, everything blows your mind at 15 or 16. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything blows your mind. <laughs> at sixteen you know, when your ass is in the class. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Timmy sixteen Timmy sixteen uh... So, so um, he came up with this idea
2: of using what he referred to as goat power. Goat power. Mm. Okay. Uh, when yeah. he was also wearing the goat skins and using the goat a goat powered cart to travel around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His wife didn't like the idea. <laughs> Wait, can we? Uh, we know, don't you. know which wife.
1: But but okay, so using goat power, mm-hmm. meaning like goats pull things, mm-hmm. or some yeah. sort of magical the power of goats have some, lets something. Extracted from he,
2: the I think, goats that. Spiritually, he had this idea of goat power because he capitalized it. Like it's always capitalized when he's talking
4: about Mm -hmm. it. Hmm.
2: But no, the goats did pull the cart. Okay. So his wife either left him or he sold her to a preacher. Another preacher
0: for $1,000. Okay, one of those is, those are both, like, sad, but one of those is way worse. Yep. Yeah. It's completely unclear. I feel like you don't get that rumor started if there weren't already a lot of bad problems in your relationship.
3: Or, Or if you didn't first try with human power and then were like, nope. Didn't work, and no power.
1: what's this another preacher? Uh-huh. Like you tried to sell her to a previous one, and he, he, he
0: became he wanted or to become a preacher, he a preacher. Uh, but he okay. but he wanted to become a preacher, so we well, can say that he didn't succeed.
2: Well not, not at that time He had okay. just come up With the goat skin thing. Right,
0: right. Yeah. He needed a little more prog- Way
2: Process busy. to work through About why he was Traveling around with the goats But again mm-hmm. He had two books mm-hmm. He had already used Robinson Crusoe so mm-hmm. The only one he was left with Was with the Bible, the Bible. Yeah. So right. not a lot of options Yeah
3: Nothing in the Bible About uh, taking an animal And putting it on a pedestal And saying it has Some sort of power
2: <laughs> No
3: nothing <laughs> in there of uh, A lot of stuff
0: gold. In Robinson Crusoe About that yeah But
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> And no bad consequences if anyone had done that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In in Robinson Crusoe, he has to slay a lot of people who worship a golden goat. But I guess he didn't get that far in the book. So what
2: then occurs is a man who claims to have traveled 100,000 miles and visited every state except for Hawaii in an iron wheeled scrap wood constructed cart. Powered Entirely by a herd of goats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many goats?
2: Uh, a herd. The number varied. Yeah, well, sure. Goats. Yeah, goats they, they come Born, to go die. So the bucks, which Something. are the male goats, mm. would. Actually, pull the cart. Yeah, and the kids and the does, so the the lady goats would ride in the back.
4: Yes, oh, and he this would. Is
2: he would pick up like injured or neglected goats and add them to the herd, including one which was a three-legged goat he found. And he built a box for him on the front of this cart mm-hmm. so that he could just ride and like look out over like the prow. Kind
0: of. <laughs> he gave that goat a lot of delusions of grandeur. That goat. <laughs> yeah, that goat knew it was important, but it didn't understand why or how. <laughs> Feel bad for all the crippled, lame
3: non goat animals that they came across. <laughs> I'm saved. <laughs> Yay. Oh, oh he's on a wagon. He could definitely use a horse. I'm just Where are you what? going?
0: Hey wait 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 where... Oh what's this glue factory I'm coming up to <laughs> <laughs> Oh look Goaty, we're both saved. Me and you horse and goat
3: team
4: together
1: <laughs> I'm definitely getting an image of like the the up house but instead of balloons it's just like Lots, goats. Of goats. Lots,
4: <laughs> yeah, lots of yeah. goats. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's like more the x and y axis than the z axis, mm-hmm. but same principles. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm suspending my disbelief far enough to of a herd of traveling goats, but
3: the 100,000
2: miles? So, it wasn't I wasn't the same goats. I am certain that he, yes, number one, it was a series of goats. There was one beloved one, Billy. One three-legged goat, yeah. His Bi- name was literally Billy. Billy. Wow. Um, he did take care <laughs> of the kids. He was elderly. Activity. He was sadly shot by a hunter's arrow and no. he wrote a poem about him in no. his autobiography oh, which I have not a, been able to find
0: <laughs> was he shot by a hunter's arrow while he was in the goat cart in the yeah, box it, it was like up. overnight so Billy was not the three-legged yeah. one um, one. Okay. Uh, oh okay. he
2: was just like kind of the the favorite yeah the favorite yeah um, the only named goat yeah, yeah. The prodigal goat mm-hmm. um He did not have a pedometer on him. He became a kind of Southern folk hero Mm -hmm. because he had a regular route between one state and another, but he was known mostly because he did this until 1985. Mm -hmm. Whoa. No. No. (laughs) Yeah.
1: 1916?
2: So there are like color color pictures of it. Oh my God. (gasps) Goodness. And it it was known that his smell would roll in before the rest of him did, (laughs) um, because he actually switched from the goatskins to just what were described as layers of soot-stained clothing, which he would peel off as the weather got warmer. Oh.
1: Um, It's worth noting that that color photo also has a large Pepsi sign affixed.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So this was his arrival plan whenever he got to a town. He would get there. You know, he had milk the goats, take care of everything, find whatever trash he could and whatever scrap wood he could and pull it out of his, his cart or around him and start a fire. And then he would cook some food. He survived almost entirely on goat milk anyway. So which he claimed kept him young. And then he would, uh, he would.
0: God, this man's breath. I'm
3: I'm imagining the kept young is not in just kind of like the figurative sense, but like he's actually like I'm still young. Uh. (laughs) I drink the milk of kids
0: and I take their their youth. Strap me to a board and spin me and throw knives. I'll show you I still got it. Yeah, I mean
1: babies have (laughs) diarrhea, so he's staying young.
0: That dude has terrible bowel problems and the milkiest breath. <laughs> his, his quote was uh, the goats don't care
2: how I smell or how I look. They trust me and have faith in me and this is more than I can say about a lot
0: of people. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Telling it how it is. Maybe yeah.
1: you should think about why people don't trust him or yeah. have faith in him.
0: Maybe it's because he smells like milk and soot and old goat farts. So,
3: yeah, but but that's all appearance. That's all that. There's nothing about his deeds or his actions that people are judging him by. This is like judging a book because you find it and it's soaked in milk and stinks and covered in ash Damn. still could be a great book. Yeah, but not a book you want to open up. Well, maybe you just set your standards with people a little too high, Max. Maybe I do know. Max punched me. <laughs> he punched me today. I was just doing a little air dance in the room, just like, yeah, fist in the air, doing a lot. And he just he just punched me right in the abdomen there's a lot missing from this story <laughs> it's not really no yeah uh, <laughs> that's oh, yes, the the little the surprise um, of getting of getting said receiving said punch
0: <laughs> i i don't know what came over me and max but I will smiling say, I didn't, with I didn't, a glimmer in
3: his eyes he said i'm so sorry <laughs> i didn't punch that i didn't punch hard <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes, sometimes I see a person, a vulnerable sometimes person. There's
0: just, it's just, a, there's a perfect opportunity, and you know, you you can't not like what kind of no, is oh, that? Oh no,
3: no, you you can definitely not, <laughs> you can definitely not do the thing just because you have an opportunity.
0: I uh, I don't agree,
1: Max. I understand the temptation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Sometimes you see a three-legged goat and you just have to
0: build a little box a little for box it. for it. Exactly. Look, it's called the divine inspiration and it's known to many of us. You know, sometimes you just see something in the world and you know exactly what you have to do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you just, yeah, and the, the, yeah, the yeah, route yeah, between yeah, thought and action yeah, is made yeah, clear yeah. for you and, and, and easy. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Manifest Destiny. Yeah. Exactly like <laughs> sounds Manifest exactly Destiny, like that. Exactly nice. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in a way... I'm no different from
4: <laughs> from James K.
0: Polk, and you're no different from Napoleon selling uh, the Louisiana Purchase to me in the form of your tummy and my fist. <laughs> huh. Think about it.
3: Well, Napoleon got uh, fifteen million dollars out of that.
0: Well, it's a metaphor. No,
2: <laughs> Garth, go on. Oh, that's <laughs> Great. So th- there are more smells ahead. Yeah. Um, the step after starting the trash fire. Is he would then find an old discarded tire because, mm-hmm. like, you know, cars and cross country travel, he was like apparently on the old Dixie Highway for mm-hmm. most of his time. And he would throw that on the fire because he said that burning rubber scares off mosquitoes and gives his food a unique flavor. Oh, so when I we bet. say he was greasy and sooty, it was like <laughs> burning oh, rubber. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> He referred to his goats as his babies. It yes. turns out actually some of the nannies were in the back yeah. of the wagon. Over 30 goats,
0: by the way, is the number. Over 30. I'm just picturing he's like on a long goat road trip and he like gets thirsty and he just goes back <laughs> and just picks up a nanny goat and just <laughs> holds her above his head and just like suckles from that goat. <laughs> <Yeah>. utter... <laughs> I actually imagine him like
2: pulling a skateboard out of the wagon yeah. and then just kind of like kicking himself backwards beneath the wagon <laughs> and all the other goats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To grab one by the teat and just like squirt milk directly in his mouth as they keep pulling him along. (laughs) (laughs) Like a mobile car. One of my questions
3: on that is just if he had just. Done this starting early in his life, just throughout the eighties, yeah. is like yeah. did he update his transportation like would hit yeah, the you history saw the Pepsi his history of his wagons? Oh, okay. So but
2: not they just like aesthetically, like he, he upgraded
3: with the times. Yeah.
2: Uh in terms of yeah, like the, the trash times, he could find. Yeah, the times produced different trash. Oh. Um, but no, he as far as I can tell, pretty much always yeah, in this picture of the Pepsi sign, you can see he's still using like an
0: iron wagon wheel. Okay. Wow. Let me see. That's incredible. So. I just also I don't. Know, I just have an image in my head, and I need to get it out, otherwise I'll I'll die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's he goes and he gets by banana goat and he drinks, you know, from the udder and he just drains her dry like like you would, like, <laughs> like a, a caprice like, like a caprice he just crumples <laughs> her and throws her in the uh, no. just like throws her right on the side. Yeah,
1: because there's only one favorite. <laughs> the rest are trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like, Teach or squeeze the, power squeezes of the some over his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uses the, the crumpled skin to wipe the sweat <laughs> off his brow.
3: Uh, I truly am blessed by God. Just takes it and just, like, starts wringing it out for all of that. You just hear the bones crunching and is like,
0: oh, it's
3: the goat ogre man. Mm. Come to town again to burn tires and
0: steal goats. Uh, and he just turns and looks at the camera. Just goaded. <laughs>
2: So the other point of the burning tire was that people would think that there was a car wreck and they would come over and see what all the fuss was about, (laughs) which would enable him to try and sell them stuff. What?
0: What what did he sell? Goat milk. Uh, let
2: (laughs) me see.
1: Unrefrigerated goat milk.
2: A garbage that he had found that he thought was more valuable. I don't think he ever sold, he referred to his goats as his babies, by the way, obviously.
0: Well, he sold his wife, so I don't
2: see why he wouldn't sell his babies.
3: He would sell them grazins, the goat to grape equivalent of a raisin. <laughs> no.
0: Oh okay actually actually here we go. I've got oh. a list of the stuff. It's just it's so so grazins are just like the tips of utter <laughs> lips uh all sorts of like the the various goat extremities just dried in the sun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh, really
1: sell the ghost uh bladders or is it the stomachs? Which one's going to use as casks? I forget.
0: Bladders.
4: Uh,
2: bladders. Uh so stomachs. So here's what here's what he sold. Um, so the other thing is that he would he was famous for just causing a traffic jam because his nobody could pass him because he had thirty goats covering the roads on fire. Well, so, and then he would just stop and start a fire, and he still had thirty yeah. goats on the road. The and cop so, just shows up and he's just like, "Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> do you know why I pulled
0: no. all of you over?" And there's just like ah! <laughs> eating like, in the background. Sir, I'm gonna have to see a goat license. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: Are these goats vaccinated?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that go smoking weed?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, what drug, do you, if you were a cop who had never seen this before, what drug would you associate with a man who had meticulously collected 30 coats and an old-timey wagon? <laughs> what would be your first thought? You wouldn't Me- just meth. be like, hmm, Adderall, you know? Meth, for sure. <laughs> like Also, he
3: just like, doesn't wash or change it. He just peels off <laughs> his clothes when they mm-hmm. become mm-hmm.
0: uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, look, collecting 30 coats isn't normal. But on Methodists, <laughs> Has no one else seen those, those no. anti-meth ads? Nope. <laughs> There's a series of anti-meth ads in Pennsylvania. Pulling out your teeth isn't normal, but on meth You know, all these awful things. Building it to scale replica of the pyramids isn't normal. But on Methodists, Out of
2: toothpicks that you stole from your neighbor because you thought they were part of the CIA.
0: Pirating movies isn't normal, but on meth <laughs> <laughs> And that's how we explain piracy culture. No Disney way. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the things he would sell? You had a you had a list, and we talked um, right over No you. worries.
2: Uh, <laughs> booklets on his travels. Yeah. I want one. Picture postcards. Proprietary medicines. Mm-hmm. Sewing materials. Whether <laughs> folks bought something or not, he always thanked them. And the whole point of this was um, that he wanted to raise money. On Sundays, he would preach, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, He wanted to raise money to maintain his goats, whatever that means. Sure, um, and build a series of churches across the country. Get get the hooves rotated. Sure, yeah. Um, Put
1: little bows on all their heads. Did
2: he ever open a church? He at least one we know of, the Free Thinking Christian Mission in Jeffersonville, Georgia, and I only know of it because vandals burned it down, and that's why we know. Um, So (laughs) I wanted to go. Here's here's a piece (laughs) of Chess McCartney goat wisdom uh, on the topic of this. Takes all kind of people to make a world, and I think we got them all right, (laughs) huh? Uh, Some of those kind of people are the church burning people. Yeah, it's an
1: inclusive message. Mm -hmm. It's nice.
2: Sorry, that quote
3: is the thing that people is. It's a unity of just humans and goats.
4: No. no. There's no, like got, there are like, some
0: s- good people. Or was that, that was a response to him? That-
2: He's like,
3: what are oh, you going to do about my church burning yeah. down? Oh, of course, there gotcha. are people who had burned
0: some down. I, th-
3: I thought this was just like conventional over the course of his life. Wisdom was like, there are some good people. Some are born with hands and ten fingers, <laughs> and <laughs> others are born with little clippy, clappy hooves and never
0: learn to talk. <laughs> and I believe that underneath those hooves, they have their own little hands holding on the hooves. Which is kind of really how it works. That's how they can climb mountains. Think about it. Think
3: about it Sort of <laughs> expand and contract the, the hoof in various shapes So they can uh, make, Like
0: actually grip it Akin to how we would Use our fingers to do it Oh I You know I'd always wondered How that worked Yep I'm glad you Someone watched A nature documentary Huh
2: Um Yeah <laughs>
1: That's one of the David Attenborough
0: ones Oh yeah Yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm pretty certain that any sentence he's recorded as having said, he has said like 10,000 times, so Mm -hmm. everything that he's ever said is like a piece of old Chess McCartney. Yeah,
0: he definitely practices those sentences to his goats. Yeah. Like, to make sure he doesn't fall out of practice. (laughs) They were, like, originally intended for his goats. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And,
2: like, any nearby human who hears them is just collateral.
0: I would really, because, so here's the thing, all of the history on Chess McCartney, except for, I guess, his autobiography, Mm -hmm. is about when he was spending time around humans. And we can tell that the majority of his life was spent around goats mm-hmm. so we don't know what he was really like in his private goat moments how, how did he get the goats to pull
3: the cart? i mean i mean he harnessed him yeah but like goats tend to obviously they used to use like oxen and stuff for it but usually it required at least some form of like yeah yeah and i can't see him doing that to goats if he held them in such high regard so what was like What prompted the goats to move forward and not just be like, well, I'm harnessed. Time to just lie down.
1: Oh, a carrot.
2: I've actually worked on a farm with goats. Yep. They're pretty easy to get going a line. Oh, um, okay. As long as the first one is moving, the rest of them will follow. Pretty mm-hmm. much, they're like sheep but smarter. Like in that regard, because they, they are herd animals. So I don't think it was too much of a trouble. And I think he spent most of his time walking in front, so they were just oh, pulling gotcha. all this junk, mm-hmm. and they'll just like follow you.
3: So he was just kind of like shepherd, mm-hmm. a twentieth century shepherd.
0: Yeah, there are still twentieth century shepherds.
4: That's <laughs> 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 still a, not,
0: that it's still not. a thing. Twenty first century. twenty first. Oh, eat shit! Punch him in the gut, Jackie. Closer. Punch him. No. Punch him.
1: I'm not tempted right now.
0: Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> no, to show dominance. Yes. But later, N- 1980s.
2: So there are like just some some other bits and pieces about this man. He claims that working for the WPA in the 20s as a, a lumber dude, he cut down a tree and it fell on him and crushed like half of his body and when he was finally discovered like days later by his fellow workers they just assumed he was dead and uh, he was taken to the morgue and woke up when the embalming needle was put into his arm wow um, unclear if that's true or not unlikely yeah
1: I was <laughs> hoping that his goats would have found him
0: yeah well this was before the goats and he just uh, started suckling and his body reinflated. inflated <laughs> so the, the
2: legend is actually that he became obsessed with goat power when during the depression most of like his horses were taken away because of horse foreclosure, and uh,
0: he, horse closure, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, using goats to plow his fields. Mm-hmm. That's when he was like, "Gotta go preach about this." They're
3: like <laughs> tiny <laughs> horses, people so,
2: need to know. So, um, just like some other rapid fire facts, he was r- just incredibly against the war in Vietnam. Uh, sure, reasonably like, so. Yeah, reasonably so. Yeah, Not uh, just a lot of war, goats. But over the whole
0: there. country.
4: It's <laughs> <just> really. <laughs>
0: hated that word yeah what if those goats get caught in friendly fire <laughs>
2: <laughs> he ends up you know eventually in a nursing home his son was killed in an anonymous murder that remains unsolved on uh an old family farm uh, in like the 90s or 80s like was shot
0: to death by like a mysterious interloper so that is sad and you know the death of a child is always a, pre- a tragedy but Probably a jealous goat slaying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> I do like
2: the phrase that,
3: like, an, instead of unsolved murder, an, an anonymous murder. An anonymous
0: murder. <laughs> yeah. They
3: just murdered him. They didn't even say who they were.
1: We know it was a man. <laughs> we know it was someone.
3: Yeah, it someone. It was a killed. strange knife that stabbed him. It, it was you couldn't grip it with fingers like that. It, it was almost like it was all craggy and stuff, <laughs> like a mountainside might be. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We've interrogated every mountain around here, and none of them are talking.
0: Saddest thing is, they made him into sausage afterwards. Aww. Used his bladder as a wineskin. Uh-huh. Really weird. We we In the course of our investigation,
3: within 20 miles of there, we found a goat leading a bunch of harnessed humans <laughs> pulling away. we
0: we'll put it down as unrelated, but yeah. uh, wow, wild story. We, we put it down as a PR stunt for uh, <laughs> Pepsi for PETA. <laughs>
2: Some other facts: He was mugged a bunch of times. That's why he eventually ended up stopping. At one point, at least when he was I mean, in the who hospital, mug him. <laughs> so it was it was like, what does he it was have like the, that the late want? '60s and stuff. So superhighways get got constructed. You see the beginning of that crime wave that happened all the way through the '70s, led to the '80s mm-hmm. backlash, as a result of both economic forces and some theorized leaded gasoline, which never needed to happen after one mugging when he was in the hospital he claimed that he was on his way to hollywood to follow an actress he had become obsessed with for whatever reason oof which uh you know not that great but if you're going to have a stalker having a stalker who absolutely everyone can smell miles <laughs> before he arrives is probably on the safer side mm, and hear
0: the buying as he comes <laughs> yeah
2: 35
0: goats mm-hmm. just- i
2: mean ma- ma-
3: Optimistically, maybe that was like one of the stock farm goats from like Lassie when they were recording. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go out there. <laughs> Look at that, that Billy Goat a star. <laughs> Shouldn't be playing yeah. second fiddle to a collie,
2: right? He claimed to have traveled to Hollywood with the intention of romancing actress Morgan Fairchild. Ooh. Instead, he was robbed at gunpoint of his watch and two government bonds, and but then his friends the bought him.
4: So that's a good. plane
2: ticket back. This was after the goats. This was like, this was after he the, the story's going to get all screwed up. He like escaped from uh, an assisted living facility basically to then go return to his journey and that's what, what happened. What At one point in the 40s he was accused of being a Nazi spy and investigated by an entire town who later concluded that It was not a disguise. No. And it had something to do with religion. Spies are supposed to be inconspicuous. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Absolutely. Here's a picture of him a few years before uh, his son was shot to death in the Unsolved Murder. Um, This was after he was in the Eastview living facility or whatever. Mm -hmm. But more evidence that this man was actually real. Yeah. And then uh, he dies like eight years later. That's the goat man. My God.
3: Strange. but he had given up the goats like by the end of his life he had given up the goats. there was yeah. one particularly
2: bad mugging yeah. where like eight of his goats got killed um that's
0: really yeah. fucked up yeah wow. like, really really fucked okay, up. here's okay i guess i could have a gun
4: maybe the i guess i was picturing him.
0: yeah like just one after the other just leapt in front of him mm-hmm. yeah but he decided it was too dangerous for his goats to to be there with him yeah yeah He really gave up the goats <laughs>
2: You know, when people say... You're so (laughs) proud
3: of yourself, too. I saw the little triumphant smile. You are like looking down and I saw this little smile curl and then you just yeah
0: goats. I am what I am, Noel. And I am proud of that joke.
3: I'm also oh my god, I just imagine another thing though. Like if he gets mugged, it's almost like uh, he grabs a goat and squeezes it like a like a can of spinach and pop. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Oh and the goat the goat just opens his mouth and just it's, its bones and skeleton just pop out of its mouth <laughs>
3: yeah just go into a perfect a perfect parabolic arc and go he just takes it all in as if it were some liquid slurry and just immediately Jackie is very upset by this immediately gains the strength of all the goat nutrition oh and he like he mixes like bicep where an image shows up and it's just him on a wheel with all these knives like around his head
4: Makes another courage uh, and
3: strength,
0: and he makes another bicep, and it, it's just a goat like strumming a little harp and looking sad because.
3: <laughs> then and he he her. has a third arm and he flexes that, and the bicep comes up, and then a like the swastika comes up. He's I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna hide that. <laughs> they can't know.
0: So if you had to, if if you were wandering the country in an, an iron wagon pulled by goats, what do you think your biggest like logistical problem would be?
1: Or the lack of suspension on the cart. Iron wheels, how much give on those. So you're going to feel every bump. Yeah. And okay. the goats don't care.
0: Yeah, goats don't give a shit. Basically be bearing along with a bunch of goats going on rough surfaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Big iron wheels, just shaking you to pieces. Mm-hmm. Shaking all the milk out of those nanny goats. Yeah. Explains why he sold like, pamphlets and not porcelain.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, and also you can fit a lot fewer words on porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: Can you imagine him going to the print shop and being like, I'm going to read you off what I want this pamphlet to say. The you're now empty print
2: it. shop yeah. because everyone has left because of the smell. Terrible. They're like, what will it take to get you out of here? And he's like, just a thousand copies of my ramblings, sir. Any-
0: anything you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank. I'll leave you some complimentary goat milk, sir. This has clearly been in a bottle on a hot wagon <laughs> for three days.
1: How many goats do you need to survive on goat milk?
2: That's a really good question. I actually so here's one thing about goats is that they at, have like litters. Yeah, well, at least 3,
0: yeah. morning, noon, and night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, you have to milk them once or twice a day, but they like it they expect it at certain hours of the day in particular if you're milking them, but they do produce more milk when you're milking them than they are required for like mm-hmm. 3 goats, I think is the most that they have at a time usually.
1: Each volume of milk per goat per day.
2: I would have to call up Ben mm. from high school. Oh. That ben, Um, Because he's the one who farms goats. Oh. Often.
0: Of course he does. Yeah. That's all, the road he was always going to go down. Yeah. yeah, That would be the biggest
3: logistical nightmare for me is just the all goat milk diet. Yeah. Like, you
1: don't like hot goat milk straight no, from the tap? No, like tab.
3: hot goat milk day after day year after year just goat power <laughs> yeah Goat a, a power a, you, a you can still believe in goat swallowed power. up
0: with goat milk yeah he like, must have made cheese that sounds like too, a deviant right? art kind of situation oh, i think the cops are coming for us after hearing that
3: you can uh, you can still believe in goat power yeah doesn't mean you have to only consume goat milk no, it doesn't mean no. But but you ins- get. You didn't have to, Noel. He gets to. Yeah, that's that's the logistical thing of getting into the headspace where it's not, I I have to survive on goat hot goat milk day after day, year after year. I want to.
4: I'm well, sure it
1: ha- just happened, though. You know, if he's on the road during the Great Depression, he's not finding edible garbage. Sure. He has to eat what sure. he's got available. You know,
0: at first, at first, you know, it's just like, oh, this is supplementary. But after, you know, after a while, you know, he's hungry, he's run through his food stores. Those goat... <laughs> Those goat teats start looking awful good. They start turning into little sausages <laughs> in, his little, in his eyesight. Yeah. Imagine if he, if he
2: liked goat milk so much that when he had those like hunger fever dreams and he stared at his goat,
0: it just turned
2: into more goats.
0: Like, dancing. Just like tessellated goats. Yeah. Like each, each extremity its own smaller goat with its yep. own like udders. Or just turned into... And I think this one's worse. Actually, all extremities are otters. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's worse.
0: <laughs> Jackie, I've just, you've seen you get just so like viscerally upset this episode. I love it.
1: Also, really have to use the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> that's that's part of it.
0: Well, then I think this sounds like a good time for our uh, mid episode break. We love making an Mo. We hope you love listening to it. Um, if you want to help us find more people to listen to, uh, why not drop us a review on iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher wherever you like, or uh, tell a friend, or reach out to us on Twitter or um, at Gmail at anacpodcast or it's anachronismo gmail Hooray! Though <laughs> that's that's what I want to plug here. By the time you're listening to this, I believe our first episode of uh, True Tales the Illuminati should have dropped or will be dropping this weekend. Uh, And so uh, why not uh, tune your podcaster into that and an audio comedy about the Illuminati and how they fuck up uh, various conspiracies throughout history. We're really proud of it. And I think you'll like it. And those are my plugs as Max. (laughs) Garth, do you have anything you would like to plug? I'm
2: bored. Okay, just generally in life. So uh you can reach out and get in touch with me at uh, Garth at stilllife.studio. Okay. If you want to say hi.
0: Okay. Just uh drop Garth an email. Uh bread in his day. That yeah. was a uh, the the pause between <laughs> I'm born in general. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, s-
1: can can we plug your friend's goat farm? Yeah. That sounds interesting. I want to learn more so about that. So
2: he's he's in between farms right now, figuring out what his next operation is. So
1: so all the goats are in his house at the moment, packed <laughs> into his apartment. Uh,
2: does he open a cupboard he's, and it's filled worked- boxes? Yeah. He's worked on various farms yeah. for various farms, started his own. Uh, done a bunch of different things over time uh but you know what when he has picked his next project i will let y'all know and i can do a ghost plug for yeah him. absolutely
0: we'll throw as him a, on as up. a
2: podcast ghost yeah
0: a podcast ghost a, a real thing <laughs> <laughs> we're all familiar we're all familiar with the concept of podcast ghost. we don't need to explain it we've all we've all uh watched that famous uh muppet christmas carol we've all been haunted haunted
2: others yeah. held seances mm-hmm. banished witches mm-hmm. look we don't we don't need to delve into this it's
3: just podcast you just saying stuff
0: we all know (laughs) uh no what anything to plug
3: i was just thinking about like if the muppets did their own version of the exorcist (laughs) i was just mentally starting to cast them in my mind (laughs) um nope okay comedy (laughs) sports boston if you ever want to take advantage of punching me when i'm not paying attention comedy sports (laughs) boston uh jackie
1: I had the best iced coffee this morning, mm-hmm. so I will make a plug for the the buttery in the south end. Mm-hmm. Oh my God it was
4: so good.
0: It does sound good.
1: it was so good
0: well, if we're gonna plug local businesses check out Twin Donut in uh, in Alston it's a really it's a really nice little diner. they have good donuts they're simple just really well made nothing nothing fancy just like really excellent good quality donuts. My favorite
2: local business of late is T and B pizza in union square. It is by the same people who did Bronwyn. If you're familiar, I think it's like 10 times better than Bronwyn, which is a pretty good restaurant. Mm -hmm. They, uh, their dough is fermented for like multiple days at a time. They produce like really thin crusted kind of traditional chewy pizza. It's the best pizza I've ever had in Boston. Sounds good. T and B T and B. I had a pizza nerd friend, check it out. He said it was ranked with his favorite Boston pizza place. Mm On Wednesdays, and this is Bananas, if you arrive at 8.30, you can pay $10 and eat as much pizza as you want until they close at like 10 or 10.30. Um, And their pizzas are like $12, $15 $12, 15 a piece. I've gone there and eaten seriously like three pizzas in one night for the price of $10. It's astonishing. Where that is this? Is bananas. Mecca of mm-hmm. pizza. Union Square. So Union
3: Square. Square.
2: Okay, Union Square.
0: Square. Union Square, Somerville. Summer. Yeah.
2: Um, and I really don't want them to go out of business. Well, I can't can, to expand too many locations. Mm-hmm. So please, please go. So
0: the, wherever you go, you can have all you can eat pizza yep. on Wednesdays. Yep. Yeah. I can't follow up that. Local business plug. No way. All right. Well, then uh, we're on the Make Fun Network. Check out some other other great shows or check out their Facebook page on uh, Facebook. And that's going to do it for our break. Here we go back to the rest of the show. So, Garth, you said you had one more thing, um, one more thing about the goat man before we get to our next
2: story. So we all know that his uh, layered, sooty, greasy clothes changed with the weather. But uh, when it got cold, he would simply use goats to stay warm in the back of his uh, wagon. He referred to them as the best electric blanket ever invented mm. and would often just talk about how awesome it was to sleep covered in goats. Like he talked about putting them on top of him. He sounds,
3: I'm just imagining that cause it's not just sleeping. Like it, it's cold enough. If he's, like, kind of herding the goats, he's got to be outside. And I'm just imagining him like a like a goat
2: Voltron. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> all the pieces. He just has straps for all the pieces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just, like, you know, a big old pile of goats, and he's nestled in there, still sleeping to this very day, mm. up in that big wagon in
0: the sky they call heaven. Some say that on a still night, if you sniff the air... You can still smell his terrible, terrible BO <laughs> Burning tires. <laughs> burning angelic tires. Mm-hmm. That's what his halo is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the fire confuse you. I am I am in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Heaven for me is burning tires and a blanket of goats.
0: <laughs> Would that we could all have such a simple life. So I'm going to talk uh, about ancient Athenian drinking culture, uh, specifically uh, symposiums in ancient Athens. Drinking was one of these things that you that had sort of like own taboos around it. Like you could go to a tavern, but they were sort of for the common people. Um, and if you were drinking, it was you know you were supposed to sort of drink in, in groups. You weren't supposed to drink too much. You weren't supposed to drink too little. It was supposed to be about moderation. Um, and so... The symposiums in ancient Athens uh, were sort of a formal context for the drinking of wine. They were these highly ritualized drinking parties that the wealthy would have. Uh, and they were considered as sort of important for forging friendships and alliances and community. So what Athenians would do would be they would invite a bunch of friends over. Only men. Only men. Oh, it was only men. They would, And uh, they would lead them. Into the men's room or the um, andron, which is a small room with a slightly raised floor on all sides, small circular room uh, with a ledge around the edge, uh, which would provide platforms for couches uh, between seven and fifteen couches, uh, each capable of you know having two people sit on them, uh, you know reclining specifically on their left sides. And then someone would come in and plug in the karaoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you think so, you say so, because, uh, you know, wine and song and conversation were all supposed to pass around the, the room from left to right. So, any conversation, you're supposed to like, be talking to the person uh, to your left, and sort of then they would pass that along, and then they would pass that along, and you know, you'd uh, sort of had this conversation that would go all the way around the room. So, I have it.
2: geometrical questions. Yes. So, what, are they all in a circle? They're all lying on their left side? Yep. And they're all facing the center of the room? That is correct. So to speak to the person on your left, you have to kind of tilt your head up or Mm -hmm. are they all just staring directly into the center, kind of talking to no one? It's assumed it's the person to your left. It just sounds uncomfortable. You
1: have to look up to your left to get yourself in the cutest position.
2: Oh, so coquettish. Okay. Yeah. the mm-hmm. Coquettish. Yeah. yeah
0: okay. I can, I can see that. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's an important, uh, an important consideration to have. Also, d- it, does this occur
2: in a serial fashion? Is it like there's one conversation
0: at a time? Yeah. Um, there's one conversation. you like take turns talking and telling stories. I uh, usually talking about like, Oh, either these rarefied things or talking about specifically, like there were special poems for symposiums, special songs for symposiums, uh, all that sort of a thing. And you would like also talk about other past. Symposiums This sounds like it sucks <laughs> kind of, This what, sounds bad
1: well, <laughs> What's in the middle too? So
0: uh, so there was nothing behind the drinkers And in the middle they, you, could, you could see Just the center of, of you could So you could see each other across the center of the thing mm-hmm. And that's also like where food would be You would like reach in the center to get stuff You know, Sometimes they would have um, Entertainers come Sometimes they would have flute girls Which was, well they didn't play Musical instruments, uh, the flute girls um, girls in the andron <laughs> ladies in the andron the, so yeah they, they, in the center will also be like the, this big bowl of wine that the host would like mix a certain way i get what the flute girls do yeah you took took you a second uh-huh, there uh-huh. yeah
2: oh
3: i didn't not even gonna yeah
0: that. i didn't want to get too deep into it because it's kind of gross but uh that they were called that specifically um so this was like the
2: original like country club reunion anniversary party. Oh, yeah. Like, Except. totally prescribed topics, institutional sexism, mm-hmm. perpetrated by rich people who were not slaves in the culture that they were a member of. Bingo bongo.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they would recline, and they would face each other, and they would drink from cups decorated with images of men reclining and drinking from decorated cups. Okay, I like that part. <laughs> yeah, it's the... Uh, not regression. It's the recursion. Recursion, recursion, recursion yeah. that really is is what what's all about it. And as I said, they would recite special poetry, composer symposiums, and tell about talk about other symposiums. And one of the famous symposiums that they like to talk about was the story of the trireme. So the whole point of like this um, symposium was like as a separation from the rest of the world. And this story especially exemplifies that. Uh, so I'm going. So here is the the story translated from ancient Greek. In Agrigentum, there is a house called the Trireme for the following reason. Some young men were getting drunk in it, and became feverish with intoxication, off their heads to such an extent that they supposed they were in a trireme, sailing through a dangerous tempest. They became so befuddled as to throw all the furniture and fittings out of the house, as though at sea, thinking that the pilot had told them to lighten the ship because of the storm. A great many people, meanwhile, were gathering at the scene and started to carry off the discarded property, but even then the youths did not pause from their lunacy. On the following day, the generals turned up at the house, and charges were brought against them. Still seasick, they answered to the officials questioning that in their anxiety over the storm they had been compelled to jettison their superfluous cargo by throwing it into the sea. That's the whole story? That's the whole story. Damn, not
2: a lot going on in (laughs) Athens. Not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, this was a this was like the kind of
3: hot story or like fraternity legend that people would be like, yeah, but these
2: (laughs) guys—they brought all their furniture. They were so drunk they thought they were
0: on a ship. Mm-hmm. doesn't really sound that much like <laughs> drinking to me. <laughs> no. There's this whole culture of like how they think about drinking as like befuddling the senses and driving you mad if you do too much mm-hmm. uh, in in, uh, in ancient Athens. And part of that, you know, is that they have, you know, this very rich culture of, of uh, thinking of wine in this way. And part of it is also like there are more impurities in wine than there are now. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Uh, Which, you know, um, can lead to some things.
1: That make you go crazy?
0: Yeah, uh, actually, the like if you're, it,
2: particularly if you were dist- distilling stuff there's like the head and the tails of the distillation which are the ones that you don't want like one of those will actually is the thing that makes like bootleggers go blind Mm -hmm. occasionally from drinking Mm -hmm. but that that will also just screw you up because it's like huffing paint
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and wine was not produced in as sanitary conditions as it is now Mm -hmm. had varying strengths it was also like stronger and they would like what they were it was distilled more it was uh thicker and syrupier so you would um yeah Oh, so, probably because they
2: don't remove the skins as well.
0: Exactly. So they would mix the wine with water, and depending on like the host of the party and their preferences, they would like start with wine, then add water, start with water, and then add wine. And people would have these like big debates about which is it better and which is more important. That Not kind of a lot going on. Not <laughs> a lot going
4: on in ancient Athens.
0: Um, mixed together in a do special— you, Do you—when do you,
4: you
3: get out of bed— Uh, Do you put your left sandal on before your right or your right before your left? Obviously
1: the left.
0: You are a (laughs) fool.
3: We're not going to get into anything crazy like, (laughs) you know, do you put the milk? Before the cereal, or the cereal before the milk, because
2: it's no contest. You just pour the milk directly into the bag of cereal, put that in your fridge, and you have cereal with milk whenever you want it. You were born <laughs> in the wrong time. You were and born in the wrong time. Put it right and in the goat bag
1: over your out, over and your and head. You just you
2: squeeze out. squeeze the bladder blagger
0: yeah. the, <laughs> the, the, the bladder bag a yeah. blagger yeah yeah the nutrient rich slurry, yeah. yeah. slurry from this blagger straight into your waiting mouth, and you add a little wine to wash it down. I'll admit it's <laughs> a little more syrupy than normal milk.
1: And then you pass it to your left,
0: and it's important to water down
2: this. <laughs> so yeah, we would... can do this right after the show.
3: This sim- uh, no, put some cereal and milk in a bag, mix it up, mm-hmm. pour some wine on top of it, mm-hmm. punch a hole in it, yeah. Add ice, and, add ice. And, and, we have
1: all these things. Yeah, we
3: do. That I mean, that's what th- we can do this. <laughs> Please don't make me do this. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I'm I'm not gonna make you do anything,
0: Max. I'm just you know.
2: You know what? Uh, tasting that sounds like it would feel like
0: a punch to the stomach. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. I don't Why would you bring that up? That's such a strange thing to bring <laughs> up.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, I think Garth is just
0: reflecting that, you know. Empathy. Um. So the symposium would begin after a feast. <laughs> uh, the floor would be slipped of shells and bones that accumulated during a feast, because ancient Athenians didn't have trash cans. They just hucked their refuge over refuse over their shoulder, like a fraternity. <laughs> like fraternity. Listen, there's a reason fraternities act the way they do. Wait, over their shoulder? Yeah.
1: So it hits the wall, and it's just like behind the couches. Over
0: the shoulder, they drop it on the ground. Yeah. Listen. So the sympo- This is pre-symposium. Oh, so you're in feast. a different room. Yeah. Right now. Feast. So the florist gets swept away after a feast. The guests were sometimes garlanded with flowers and anointed with oils. And the symposium would begin. The- I
2: actually am now just imagining a room full of, like, discarded chicken wing bones. Yeah. And that just
0: sounds like a uh, bad feng shui. Yeah, kind of. Actually, the, the cover oh. of this book here of courtesans and Fish Cakes has a picture of, of a famous uh, mural. Uh, mural, mural. Um...
3: Tapestry? Fresco?
0: No, no. The one mosaic, would mosaic a famous mosaic in Greece, uh, called the Unswept Floor, the Unswept Feast, and it just shows all these discarded like fish heads and bones and Did crab it, like, claws. Make my skin crawl to be in yeah. there. I'd feel like I was in a dumpster and mm-hmm. I hadn't found a free flat screen mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so you can kind of get an idea of like what it would kind of look like if you look here. And uh, I, I don't think
2: so- sweeping is really going to take care of all the like weird oily extra yeah. fish bits, mm-hmm.
0: just crushed. Fats and stuff, but you wait, need a
1: patina in your feast room.
0: Yeah, look, it's like it's like a cast iron pan, you know, you need to have <laughs> yeah, seasoned, yeah, a
2: seasoned,
3: seasoned floor. Um, but, sorry, the the symposiums like so, this group of dudes just hanging out, talking about stuff, symposium, and stuff, talking about uh, other symposia. Uh, yeah, yeah, did all of them like have their own symposium attached to their house, and only a few of them were the symposiums more of like something yeah, that was booked
0: yeah, or if, reserved for if you were if you were uh you know wealthy person in ancient athens you had an andron in your house okay. um interestingly like the whole thing of like the conspicuous consumption that we have nowadays wasn't quite as much a thing in athens because of their whole like the one of their highest noble goods was moderation um and also if you were uh to if you were rich you were expected to um sponsor uh like feasts and parties and like pay for um and like raise armies and stuff with your money commensurate with how much money you had so often people would try and hide how much money they had by not living extravagant lifestyles (laughs) (laughs) so that they wouldn't have to do that and sometimes people would be accused of being richer than they were (laughs) and if you couldn't prove that you weren't rich you would have to then pay up a huge amount of money
4: that's Um, cool we should bring that back
0: absolutely there's There's a lot of uh, stuff in here. I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But like, you know, sometimes people would just like dig big pits and put a ton of money in there and then cover it up and then live simply, so that people wouldn't know they're rich. What's the point of having the money then? (laughs) You know,
2: great question, Garth. (laughs) Same question addressed to Warren Buffett,
0: yeah, Mark
2: Zuckerberg, Jeff
0: Bezos, uh, uh, maybe, uh, yeah. and then if you uh, if you seem to have an extravagant lifestyle without evidence of external support, people mm-hmm. were like, That guy's definitely a criminal mm-hmm. and they were like, Let's execute him just to be sure. <laughs> so you would have to either prove that you were independently wealthy yeah. <laughs> and then raise stuff, or you would have to or you would have to prove that you had some means of support no one knew. But if you just like had an extravagant lifestyle or even ate fish too often and people were like, Well, what does he actually do though? <laughs> you, like, were, we're you were not near you were, water. You were assumed well, <laughs> That's a whole. <laughs> they were, most. Yeah,
2: it's pretty hard to be in Greece, which is basically a big archipelago that's been squished
0: together. Um, but yeah, if, if you led to extravagant a lifestyle without a means of support, you were assumed to be guilty of some crime and thus were to be executed just to be on the safe side. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's uh, a little off topic, but this book is wild. So the symposium began with unmixed wine uh, drank to Agathos Daemon or the good divinity, and songs would be uh, sung to the gods. Unmixed wine. Unmixed wine. This was the only time that undiluted wine was ever allowed to be enjoyed. And it was supposed to reflect the atmosphere. You can hate it, but you can't You, you can't have it. it any other time. You have to have it. <laughs> and this was supposed to reflect... The sort of atmosphere of danger throughout the evenings partying. Um, You were embarking on a voyage together uh, to like another world of of sick parties and danger. And also, no, they didn't understand. Fucking full of them. Well, they didn't understand alcohol poisoning at this time. (laughs) sometimes people just died after drinking, and they didn't know why. Yeah, but like this whole we're about to embark on a journey.
4: Now
3: let's drink some poison Mm -hmm. and get to it.
0: So they yeah, and they actually even had a special cup to drink out of, to drink this undiluted wine out of called a uh, metaniptron, <laughs> 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 which I love. So they'd mix the wine according to the host's specifications, and they would then set up how many craters, which are, you know, those big pitchers that you see in Greek art, you know, all the stuff on the side? Those are called craters, K-R-A-T-E-R-S, although it's translated from Greek, so spell however you want, that they would drink before the start of a symposium. Uh, A respectable symposium was supposed to have around three craters total for the entire symposium. More raucous ones would be higher in number. Plays of the era uh, suggest that everyone would have to drink the same number of craters, uh, so it was important to agree on how many you were going to have. But apart from the number of craters, they would usually vary the number and size of toasts, which they would have out of these shallow little bowls, little cups. The size of the drinking cups, you know, so you know how shallow, how deep, and the frequency of drinking, all of which was controlled by the host, allowing them to effectively dictate the pace of drinking.
1: Unless you cheat. And then once you sip from your meta niptron. Meta niptron. Meta niptron. Yeah. That's when all your goats arrive <laughs> and you clip them into place. And then you're like, oh, I can't have three craters. And then you just pretend to drink and you
0: dip just it off into it the, on the, into the goat the closest goat. to you. Well. <laughs>
1: Close, the one on your shoulder, you get him drunk first. They just have a bunch of
0: drunk goats what? attached to you throughout the whole night. Uh
1: and then you're warm and cozy. Well,
0: there was a whole thing where like people were like thought of as being extravagant or crazy for, like, drinking too much or drinking undiluted wine or insisting that, oh, no, we're going to drink undiluted wine at this party. And people be like, you're crazy and you're going to die. <laughs>
1: Can you refuse an invitation? Yeah.
0: But it was considered very poor form because this was, like, the premier way that... Rich Athenians socialized and like put together business transact business deals and like community and that kind of a thing.
3: So the the kind of the madness of that they were shooting for. I was it more of the impurity driven because I I remember having like read somewhere once that like you know there's all these depictions of like medieval people of just being like ale 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 more ale and it's really it's just like the ABV content or something would have been like 1.5%. Is it similar with I this know about that. with this wine where it's actually it's not to say that it's like, man, those Athenians, man, they were they they were just hard drinking. No one could do that today. It was like they so- they were drinking a much more uh more poison than
0: wine. So I'm gonna cover the wine thing and then I wanna hear what okay. you know, Garth. So with the, that's the whole point of watering the wine. Basically the you know, the wine was something to it did, if you watered it excess a lot, it was basically something to give flavor to water. Sure. If you only put a bit of water in, you know, there's something to get fucked up on. And, you know, generally a well composed symposium, you're supposed to get like a little drunk throughout the whole night and then to sort of maintain. Yeah, without getting too crazy. Um, it's not like it's super alcoholic. Well, the, the, the concentrated stuff was, yeah. you know, but it really depends on how you mixed it.
2: And how much you drink and how hmm So the deal with the people who keep drinking ale in like medieval times or whatever yeah. is that uh, their water sources weren't that great. So what they discovered by accident was that like beer is really good for you because it never killed you um, because it was fermented which Uh, killed all these germs but the um, end result of the beer that they were making because you can't run a society completely drunk uh was you can try a lot have we've succeeded in the united states with presidents and senators before um but uh what they would do they would be called uh today like small beers so like 0.5% to 2% alcohol uh on average in those so you so the important part is you don't want the alcohol to dehydrate you it needs to be non-alcoholic enough to actually hydrate you, but alcoholic enough in process to kill the germs. So
3: oh, okay, so the low alcohol was by design not much as the efficiency of the yeah they it fermenting was, methods. Yeah.
2: It was just All a right. beverage, yeah, basically in the same way that like uh, original like Victorian ginger beer or whatever had an extremely small amount of alcohol in it to make it
0: bubbly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or that uh, kombucha is technically alcoholic because mm-hmm. you can't make it without it being alcoholic.
2: Although I think that these like legal versions that you sell may not actually be alcoholic enough to kill the germs or maybe they dilute them. I don't actually know that much about the production process, but I would expect it to be slightly more alcoholic than what you can buy in the store without ID.
0: I can wildly speculate on kombucha, but I can't tell you anything for sure. So well, that's
3: totally against the nature of anachronism and everything we stand <laughs> mm-hmm. for.
0: So it is it is funny that you talk about cheating and all that kind of a thing, because people would complain if a ghost made them drink too much or too fast. It was compulsory drinking. And at public gatherings, officials called oinoptai, or wine watchers, were appointed to make sure everyone drank the same amount. This sounds like BDSM. This is like a wine dom. It's <laughs> <Yeah, this laughs> really... It's it's pretty bad, yeah. And also, you know, part of the whole madness about wine. And sometimes it was wine with stuff in it that shouldn't be. Sometimes it was just like the culture cultural expectations around wine. It's like how people start feeling drunk before they the alcohol actually does have an effect on their systems because they are they expect to feel drunk or like when they act crazy when they drink nowadays is because they expect that you know being drunk is an excuse to do so kind of a thing.
3: So. Uh, or a society so you know, kind of re- remembered and in some ways romanticized as being like democratic and 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 liberty and free thought have just be like okay, have <laughs> these guards standing around you, be like drink your wine. Well, it's that's the thing, like
0: so that all this was recorded and talked about in great, such great detail, and a lot of what we know about this is from plays of the time and sort of distilling that into like this is probably what it was like. It probably means that this you know historians believe that this is probably because there's a lot of anxiety around drinking that the Greeks held. you know uh, you know, they say that uh, society or a cultural culture shows in their art or stories the topics that they worry the most about, or they joke the most about the things that they're most anxious about, that kind of a thing. Um, so the ancient Greeks had a lot of anxiety around drinking, which might be well founded. Um, these same like rituals and the same rhythm that was supposed to lead to like orderly, well mannered parties could get out of hand and spiral into excess and drinking and you know uh, alcohol poisoning if you weren't if you weren't careful. There's actually a poem in one Greek play, which is this is going to be the you know, the thing I want to conclude my story with, um, which is delivered by the character of Dionysus himself. Three craters only do I propose for sensible men. One for health, the second for love and pleasure, and the third for sleep. When this has been drunk up, wise guests make for home. The poem then continues, describing a party that does not take this advice. (laughs) The fourth crater is mine no longer, but belongs to hubris. The fifth to shouting, the sixth to revel, the seventh to black eyes... The eighth to summonses, the ninth to bile, and the tenth to madness, and people tossing the furniture about. (laughs) He laid it down.
2: (laughs) There's this thing, though, about alcohol, which is that if you double your, like, traditional, like, the amount of alcohol that you normally drink, you can just, like, die. Yeah. Yeah. So the range of a sensible three <laughs> up to ten just, like, sounds bad. It sounds <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. if you're on a normal three-craters, mm-hmm. Joe six-pack level, and then you're like, oops,
0: tonight I drank ten. <laughs> Eighteen beers. Eighteen beers. Uh, uh, four score and seven beers ago. <laughs> yeah, it would be more like like 20, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you, would, you would just think that, that death should come at, like, the ninth.
0: Mm-hmm. At well, least that's, that the ninth is bile. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tenth to madness, possibly permanent. Who knows? Yeah. I don't think anyone would be energetic enough after 10, though, to toss furniture about, right? Uh, I think it depends. I think some people just
2: metabolize alcohol differently, right? So, like, when, when um, alcohol hits your system, it actually turns into glycogen. That's, mm-hmm. like, what your liver is processing, which is, like, the same stuff that gets depleted. Mm-hmm. So if you're – and this is part of why, like, if you're combining it with vigorous activity or caffeine or whatever, like, why a bunch of bizarre stuff happened mm-hmm. uh, during the four loco years. God, four
0: loco uh, years. Because you're, you're – my brother Calories. still has a can of Four Loco. Oh, God bless his soul. I miss it. it. I miss it. He, he, he okay. just, he's, 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 he's just been holding on to us being like, it's part of history now. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah. think
1: two years ago, a friend of mine pulled out the Four yeah. Locos she had saved. Yeah. And we all had some.
0: Uh, they oh, they're disgusting. It they're was not bad. good. They're not meant to be shared no. as well. Yeah. They're bad things. They're, they're evil. <laughs> I mean, I was in college when Four Loco was around and like, Some shit happened, man.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. A friend of mine ripped a sink out of a wall by accident. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) jumped through a window. (laughs) You jumped through a window? He uh, he later – I think it was the same one. It might have been a different person. um, Was – like spent the entire night refusing to use doors and would uh, like exclusively jump through windows yeah. to get in and out of a friend dorm of mine went rooms,
0: down a rooms. dorm hallway just ripping down all of the decorations <coughs> on the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's so mean. Eventually, I had to stand in front of him, look him in the eye like a bear t- bear trainer, <laughs> just be <laughs> like, eh, "No, stop!" And he's just enormous man. (laughs) Yeah. And by
3: dawn, he was riding a too small bicycle with a little, (laughs) little (laughs) little hat on
0: his head. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about that night anymore. It is, yeah, simply insane.
1: So to, to pull back the curtain for the listeners, we already talked about this topic, but it didn't, it didn't make it to air.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we had a recording difficulty. Our, our data got deleted.
1: So one of my favorite questions that we had from that episode was what would the recursive image on your cup Mm. be? Mm
0: hmm. I don't, even I don't remember my answer, so I'm going to think of a new one. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't choose a cup. I would uh, do
2: my toilet, and it would be an image of me on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: buried in hand. <laughs> uh, Yep, hands.
2: Interest in pure misery. Yep.
1: Just pooping out more versions of I'm you on the toilet.
0: <laughs> picturing that in the classical Grecian style, yeah. and just like your mouth open in a whale. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, the toilet. It's a mosaic with uh, ever smaller tiles for each recursive image, right? So it would continue on the toilet the toilet man was sitting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and part of it was that the party would also have to have this happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So in real life, you're
1: also <laughs> I'm, at the
2: yeah, party. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not lying on my side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this toilet, toilet. I
0: mean you'd forward, still like be a gargoyle.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, too much goat milk this week.
3: Um, <laughs> I-, I think I'd have crater that. Apparently, like almost like disappearing ink style, it's like it's just like Mm -hmm. monocolored, you can't see anything. But that if science allowed it, some some sort of impurity in the wine would, if put onto the crater, would reveal a message. Like Mm -hmm. if you vomited onto it and a message would just appear, that would be the Greek translation of shouldn't have done that.
0: uh i would have one and so this this has to be mirrored in the party around us mm-hmm. i would have one where everyone but the person holding the cup is drinking milk straight out of like uh, a goat udder so i'd be standing in the center of the party and everyone else would be drinking out of a goat udder and on on my cup you know i just i'd be the one going just shrugging and then on the you know on the cup that, that guy was holding the same same thing again in miniature i was like guys I, I don't know what to tell you You gotta you gotta drain the goat <laughs> that's the uh when in athens <laughs> <laughs> the
4: uh, goat. Drained.
2: Drained oh, I forgot
3: about
0: that. That it's supposed to reflect. The, yeah, the party the, around you. The, mm. well, I think my answer last time was everyone is giving me money, but I felt no, like that, was that's, mine. that was your one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, what's your answer this time, Jackie? Oh, it was
1: everyone's giving, giving me you money.
0: money. Yeah. Okay. I w-
3: mine would be that everyone switches
0: is switching their shoes, <laughs> putting on someone else's shoes, <laughs> walking around. <laughs> Oh, and that's where that saying would have come from, walking a, walking a symposium in there, sandals. Stumbling a mile in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the fourth crater is to shoe swapping, <laughs> the fifth to money giving, the sixth to goat chugging, and the seventh to pooping. <laughs> and, and the eighth to shoe eating. <laughs> <laughs> the ninth to shoe pooping, and the tenth to madness. <laughs>
3: And the 10th to your, uh, your uh, cobbler looking at you and just shaking his head in disappointment. The 10th to new cup buying.
0: <laughs>
1: How do you think Chess had parties with his goats?
0: Milk party. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a, a conga line of milk drinking. Oh, with the little goats like walking around with their hooves on yeah. the other. I think oh, maybe he so had cute. like serving goats that like would walk along with like a little tray on their back with uh, some fermented goat's milk on it. And he would like take a sip and he would like offer some to Billy. And Billy would be like, no, I'm straight edge. And would be like, that's why I respect you, Billy. <laughs> and that's why you
4: have those weird X's written on <laughs> your, your hooves.
2: <laughs> the phrase milk party. Oh. Yeah, it, doesn't, it sounds like a
3: horrible early internet thing. It you sound, would, yeah, uh, yeah you it would, sounds like Lemon Party. Yeah, yeah, saying, that, yeah. like it would just yeah. be like, what is this? It's that so is. innocuous. Hmm. I'll, I better open this link.
2: Except Milk Party doesn't sound innocuous. No, it sounds like
0: something from Clockwork Orange. Yeah. yeah.
2: Never seen it or read it. They
0: drink drug-infused milk.
2: Yeah, oh, milk front. is like really present in
0: it, and it's really
2: creepy. Yeah. It was a good choice of beverage mm-hmm. for being creepy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: So that's where the got milk ad came
2: from. That's right, Noel. That's
3: Clockwork where it came Orange. from. So,
1: what is a milk bar? I feel like I've seen places oh. advertised as that. Oh, that's a. But that's it's a, also in Clockwork that's,
0: Orange. That's a, a milk bar. Here is a chain restaurant that does like cookies and milk and stuff. And they're a DC chain, and they uh, and they're and fuck them because the company putting them in also bought up the real estate nearby and raised. Rent on competing businesses mm. to drive them out so they would have less um, less competition. So fuck them. But a milk bar in in Clockwork Orange is a place where they go and drink uh drug-infused milk out of statue titties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have read that book and I
0: It's must in the mo- that It's out. it's in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in order to commit
2: violence. <laughs> Not unlike the Greeks. Mhm. Except they were just trying to get too lazy to commit violence or whatever i don't there are a lot of specifics about the symposium culture that i do not understand go on and they're not it's not really the like the wine doming or the counting or any of the drinking parts of it it's just the sheer inconvenience of the left side lounging (laughs) yeah that really weirds me out and that they would all sit around it sounds like um twister or something mm. but like imagine if the only time you were allowed to smoke weed was during a game of twister that would be like my <laughs> analogy here
0: yeah <laughs> yeah they need a lot, easy lot of a lot of, like... a lot of twister burns yeah yeah
2: like just, it, it, just
0: I don't doesn't work for Dr- drinking any like liquid or eating anything like on your side is just not it's not a good well, time. You're, so with the lunge couches in Greece, you know they've got like the lip that goes up, so you've like got your body like your, like your upper oh. body is like so is, flat. is like your, so no. your, your, your legs are flat next to you and then your upper body sort of supported on the side. But even couch. that's like, yeah,
2: your hip would hurt after a while. It's just like, you have to turn your head all the way to your right shoulder so that you don't dribble too much on
0: yourself. Mm-hmm. And then
2: all the way back to your left shoulder so that you look cute when you're talking to the only person you're allowed to talk to, which is the person to your left. Wait.
0: What if you talk pers- towards the center and just like who is who is talking oh, moves around? But it's around. funnier uh, if you
1: only talk to the person on your left because yeah. then if you need to negotiate a business deal with someone on the other side, you play telephone, oh, and then yes. the terms go. Telephone wild. with a bunch of
0: super drunk people, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's a journey into danger. Oh, yeah,
1: and that's how I got a stall at the market for two goats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, that's gonna do it for us today, Garth. Thank you so much for for coming. I'm I'm really glad that uh, we ran into each other. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, uh, anytime. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I
2: said, I'm bored.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we should definitely. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's let's do some more things so it doesn't uh, be. What was it like? I think I ran into you. Th- Three, four years ago. Yeah. And before that it had been like six years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There's like a kind of like a geometric kind of dissension mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Let's crush
0: it down a little. Two yeah, year, yeah. See you in two years.
2: <laughs> let's let's turn Ooh. this goat into a Capri Sun, but time
0: crunch <laughs> and seeing each other more. Yeah, just drain this goat. Straight Happy out the milk mouth. party. Uh, and we'll see you next time here on bow
4: <laughs> One, two, t- three, four. Hi,
0: and welcome to... counts <laughs> to uh, uh. four. <laughs> People playing in five. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, over 16 time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs>
4: brought to you by make fun network